Good evening, and welcome to the first episode of Point Blank, a segment of Radical Media. I'm your host, David, and I'll be boring you tonight with the latest local news, political commentary, and all-around shenanigans. This will be the first in the Point Blank series, which will air every Monday morning, and hopefully down the road I can have a daily show, but we'll see how far this goes first. First up in the local craziness, from the Dallas News. Mesquite daycare operator was arrested after being accused of abusing babies and toddlers. Rebecca Anderson, 60 years old, is charged with nine counts of endangering a child, and her bail bail was set at 25000 for each charge. That's a lot of money. Somehow, she operated a registered child, op- child care operation center out of her home. Good lord, they may, might need to tighten down the restrictions on this a little bit, because, uh, good god. I mean, seriously, were there, were there no, like, inspections done by the state, or... I mean, do they just give out the the, the registration to, to anyone who wants to open up a daycare and say, have fun with it? Or, I mean, where are the protective measures in place? I mean, seriously. Investigators found evidence of additional mistreatment by, Anderson's, by Anderson and say kids may have received unnecessary doses of over-the-counter medication, long periods of restricted movement, and poor hygiene. And okay, my question is: This is a daycare, so obviously the kids aren't there twenty-four-seven. They they go home at some point. So, I mean, did were the parents not noticing the poor hygiene, the over-the-counter medication? I I mean, I don't know. I feel like there should have been something visible with the children where the parents should have. Seriously, should have been like, what's what's going on here? Why why is my kid coming home? I don't know. Filthy and disgusting and acting like he's taking too much Tylenol. They were not police were notified eight twenty, uh, around eight twenty on Friday morning of alleged physical mistreatment of children, and they executed a search warrant along with staff from the Texas Department of Family and Protective Services. Yeah, because they're people who need to be involved with children. How many did they kill in 2016? Over 100? Hmm. Yep, those are definitely the folks I trust to to handle this kind of situation. Good old CPS. Killing kids as much as their crazed parents do. In some other craziness, we have masked men shooting up a convenience store in Mesquite. Not really shocking, but... In the news from Fox 4, the Mesquite Police Department has released a video of two armed robbery suspects in a crime that happened right across from the department. <laughs> you going to go in and, and, and hold up a convenience store that's across the street from the police department? That right there is some quality intelligence. Surveillance video shows the two walking into a convenience store on West Grub Drive Wednesday night just before 9 p.m. with their heads and faces covered. They stormed in, pulled out their guns, and when the clerk refused to hand over any money, one of the robbers fired multiple shots and hit the clerk in the hand. Well, I, I have no doubt that hurt, but thank God he, was, he wasn't killed. I'd rather get shot in the hand than in the face. Police say the two are pretty bold because you can see the department from the Dairy Mart grocery store. 
yeah. Well, if you do happen to see a 2003 to 2008 blue Toyota Matrix, that's what the men took off in. I'm not saying every Toyota Matrix out there that's blue in color is them. But keep an eye out, and Crime Stoppers is offering a $5,000 reward for their capture. Or information relating to their capture. <sighs> I mean, seriously, how dumb... Like, I can't even wrap my head around that. Hey, let's go rob that convenience store across from the police station. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. So, Obeto O'Rourke, the communist... Well, I can't really call him a criminal because he was never convicted of anything, but it's easy to avoid conviction when your daddy's a judge and gets you off and gets you out of trouble. But he made the fatal mistake of accepting debates with Ted Cruz. It's not going to go well. Cruz is, Cruz is basically going to use him like a mop. He's going to shove him into the bucket. He's going to get him nice and wet, pull him out, stick him in that ringer, ring him out real good, and then just start wiping the floor with him. Because Obeto, or Robert O'Rourke, the El Paso congressman of Irish descent, despite he, he wants you to think he's Hispanic, but he's not. The dude's as white as I am, and I'm also of Irish descent. So old Robert O'Rourke going to debate Ted Cruz, and we all know how that's going to go, as I've already said. The question is, how bad is it going to be? I mean, generally socialists cannot defend their positions at all, because history and empirical data are against them. You, you've, you've literally got two of the big primary education topics, history and math. That just slam it down. And before you jump on me and say, well, David, you know, socialism has never actually been tried before. That's bullcrap. It has been. It's been tried numerous times by numerous countries, and it has resulted in the deaths of over 100 million people. Now, I know, this is probably going to ruffle some feathers, but socialism is about on par with Nazism. The only thing that made Nazism worse was the fact that it had racial tones to it, and it, and it was carried out against very specific groups of people. But socialism is just as equally evil as it still causes the deaths of countless innocent people, leads to starvation, leads you to eating your family cat and then moving on down the street to the zoo to take down the zebras and have them for dinner too. And then, of course, toilet paper becomes almost non-existent. So you, you get arrested for smuggling toilet paper and powdered milk into the country because, well, your government you, – you, you decided to, to vote in a socialist government, and then you were surprised when it collapsed. Looking at you, Venezuela. So really the, the the biggest curiosity i have is how is beto o'rourke who's not he, he's not a eloquent speaker to begin with i mean look i'm all I, i'm all down for some for cussing while i'm discussing but it's just really i mean one it's in really poor taste to to cuss at your rallies like your actual rallies and then 
not only does he do that, but he 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 speaks on topics that I, I'm not going to sit here and say he doesn't know about. I, I believe he is fully informed on these. He simply decides to misinform his listeners. I fully believe he willfully spreads misinformation. That is an MO of the Democrat Party, and they've been doing it for years. They, they take a fact they know to be true, they twist it, or they straight up lie about it. And they've been doing this for years. They've only gotten worse about it. It's, it's just one of their biggest MOs. Now, the first of these debates looks like it's going to be held at SMU. Here in, no, the first one's going to be held in Houston, I believe. NBC DFW, because they're a they're a beacon of <laughs> they're a beacon of reliability. The first senatorial debate, okay, yeah, the first senatorial debate is set for September twenty first here in North Texas at SMU. The next one's going to be looks like Houston and then San Antonio. Now, for a live audience, there's going to be a live audience there. Looks like the debate will air live on NBC5 and be live streamed on NBC DFW. So they're going to be giving this pretty pretty good coverage because this is one of the it's already become one of the most well, no, the most expensive Senate race, I think either in Texas history or US history, one of the two, but it's it's gotten up there. And Be oh, Beto has been taking money from out-of-staters. He's been getting all his funding from people he said he wouldn't get funding from, but he's a Democrat. He lies. Shocking, I know. He's not just a Democrat. He's a leftist. He's a communist. He is an open socialist. And socialism and communism, they are the same thing. So In socialism, the government regulates your life through law. In communism, the government regulates your life usually by force. The, the socialist says you're going to be micromanaged this way, and if you don't comply, you're going to prison. The communist says you're going to be micromanaged this way, and if you don't comply, we're going to kill you. Really, I mean, it's the same thing, different names. But at the end of the day, it's, it's, the, it's the exact same method of, of operation for a government. So I'm very much looking forward to watching Ted Cruz completely obliterate O'Rourke, considering Ted Cruz is a lawyer, a highly educated lawyer. He's got a lot of years debating. And O'Rourke, well, he's O'Rourke. He doesn't he hasn't done much. He committed some crimes. His daddy saved him. He went on to get elected in El Paso and has basically used his political position to just make his family rich. Because that's what a socialist does. They make themselves rich, they make you poor, and then they tell you how to hate the other guy because he might have more than you. Even though if the socialist would get off your throat, you would, all, you would also have more. But, you know, who am I to say? Remember, socialism has never actually been tried. I mean, it's, it's just the level of ignorance, especially coming out of quote-unquote higher education like college, it's terrifying. I mean, there are... I go to school with students who can barely read and write. They have trouble with basic reading. They have trouble writing a complete sentence or using proper grammar or syntax. 
I go to school with students fresh out of high school that they don't even know basic some basic history stuff. It's it's ridiculous. I don't I don't get how how they're graduating high school and not knowing any of this stuff. Like there there are college students who can't even like they'll one of my favorites I heard yeah I'm a socialist I said oh really and I, and I asked him I said you know well can you tell me anything about Karl Marx himself who's that oh my lord they want to say they're open socialists but they don't even know they don't even know the guy who basically created socialism one of the guys I can get into a whole spiel about them too at a later time don't want to get into it right now because there's more things I want to cover. So I'm going to talk a little bit on the whole Brett Kavanaugh circus and then uh, on Hurricane Florence. Look, this is a perfect example of why you don't you don't give our, our Marines and our soldiers the opportunity for shenanigans because they're, you're going to get shenanigans out of them. And, and I'll come back to that here in just a second. So apparently, a California professor, writer of the confidential Brett Kavanaugh letter, speaks out about her allegation of sexual assault. That's from the Washington Post and from Vox, who is in themselves a joke. Brett Kavanaugh nomination, Democrats call for delay after accuser comes forward. You know, I don't know where they're getting these accusers from or why they're just now dragging them out. Brett Kavanaugh's probably one of the cleanest guys in D.C. As far as Supreme Court justices could, could go, they could be looking at a lot further right of a judge than Brett Kavanaugh. I mean, the guy's... The guy's moderate. He's, he's like a moderate... He's, he's a right-leaning moderate from, from everything I've seen. And he's... A decent human being, but of course, of course, no, the Democrats, it's because Trump picked him. Dear God, that's the entire reason. He's Trump's pick. So they have to fight it tooth and nail because Trump's such a fascist. Well, I mean, Trump's not sitting there trying to dictate to people how they should conduct themselves and how they should live, but all them crazed lefties out there are. So... Palo Alto University professor Christine Blasey Ford, I'm sorry if I butchered that, levied sexual assault allegations against Brent Kavanaugh. This is coming from Vox, the herald of truth for our time. His nomination for the Supreme Court is still on track for a vote in the Senate Judiciary Committee on Thursday. But first, the senators have some questions. What What further questions could they have about Brent Kavanaugh? I mean, Kamala Harris already made herself look stupid. Cory Booker already made himself look stupid. It's as close to my Spartacus moment as I'll ever get. You ate Spartacus? Spartacus was a Thracian slave to the Roman Empire who led a slave revolt. I believe it was a third servile war. And about 70 years, roughly 70 years before the birth of Christ, he was a gladiator, a soldier, a... A guy who killed people, mostly for a living, probably for the fun of it sometimes. 
I don't see how Cory Booker is anything like Spartacus, considering he's a Democrat senator. I, I don't I don't see how those two things line up. He's a he's a rich, very wealthy Democrat senator who sits in a comfy legislative chamber and lies to his constituents and lies to the rest of the country and has an ego about the size of Jupiter with with the fragility of a I don't know probably a balloon and and an overinflated balloon like you just look at it wrong and it pops and he just goes off the end uh, off the edge there so back to old Kavanaugh here the committee's in the process of scheduling phone calls with Kavanaugh and Ford after she came forward in a Washington Post report on Sunday yes the Washington Post yes alleging that Kavanaugh drunkenly pinned her down and sexually assaulted her when they were both teenagers in the 1980s. Okay, so I'm about to step on a lot of toes. Look, if he tried to lady, if he tried to sexually assault you back in the 80s and you're just now coming forward with this, I have serious doubts about the validity of your accusation. It may very well be true. It may not. There would have to be an investigation conducted on something that happened in the 80s. I'm not sure how that's going to go over, or if that's really even feasible. Following the publication of the report, Senate Democrats have ar- have been arguing for a delay in, in Kavanaugh's confirmation process, something that re- Republicans continue to balk at. Of course they're balking at it, because they have the votes to just go ahead and confirm him. The fact... I don't, I don't understand why they are humoring the Democrats in this. Just vote on him. Just get him nominated. Get him on the bench. Let's move on to the next issue. It seems like every time something important needs to happen, somebody needs to be appointed somewhere or get voted in, the Democrats can just pull these these sexual assault victims just out of the woodwork. I don't know. I, I don't know. Ford initially had raised the sexual assault allegations in a letter that Senator Dianne Feinstein, because she has any integrity whatsoever referred without Ford's name to the FBI last week. At the same time, the FBI said that it had handed the letter to Kavanaugh's background file, meaning that the White House and other senators would be able to access it. So this is, I mean, this information has been available to pretty much anyone in D.C. Ford said she had originally wanted to remain anonymous out of fear of retaliation and public attacks, but ultimately decided... My civic responsibility is outweighing my anguish and my terror about retaliation. What retaliation? What's Brett Kavanaugh going to do to you? I'm pretty sure that dude has never cussed in his life. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's not going to retaliate against you. So basically... Oh god, here's some stuff from Politico. I... I'm not even getting into that. If you want to know what Politico says, Vox has a record of it in their story, which is titled, The Senate Judiciary Committee is working on the follow-up on follow-up calls with Kavanaugh and the woman accusing him of sexual assault. That's a title. Oh, Lord. Really, I just, at this point, the Republicans just need to confirm him, get him in. Let's move on to the next total crisis that's apparently going to kill millions. Speaking of crisis, of a crisis that could actually kill millions, or could have killed millions, over here to Hurricane Florence. Now, I want to point out, 
I know a young Marine who's stationed at Camp Lejeune right now, and all those Marines are having, they're just having the time of their lives. They're drunk, they're partying, they are using tarps to parasail on wheelchairs. They are having just the most magnificent time. I saw a really funny meme on Facebook, and I need to go look it up to see if it's true, but apparently some Navy had to be evacuated to uh to an army post and the whole thing the whole humorous part about it was the navy the, the army had to save the navy from water which I, I just find just 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 so funny um so florence fast facts from cbs news this is where it's gonna get a little somber because i'm i'm not gonna joke about this or make make any laughs during during this part here at least 18 people have died in storm-related incidents, including a man and a woman in Horry County who died from carbon monoxide poisoning. That's a terrible way to go. About 740,000 homes and businesses are still without power in North and South Carolina. Florence was downgraded to a tropical depression overnight with sustained winds of 35 miles per hour. Swansboro, North Carolina has received more than 30 inches of rain. Several others have received more than 20 inches of rain. A couple of tornadoes are still possible through Sunday in North Carolina and northeastern South Carolina, the Hurricane Center said. So far, there have been, just so far, confirmed deaths, 18 people. Early Sunday, authorities said a three-month-old child died after a tree fell on a mobile home in Dallas, North Carolina. Ugh. That sucks. I got a soft spot for babies. I don't like hearing about them dying. Dam overflows in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Submerging parks in the area. Parks and homes in the area. Water on the Cape Fear River, which passes through Fayetteville, continued to rise Sunday and according to the National Weather Service, has reached more than 44 feet by 6 p.m. The river continues its slow climb to a predicted 67, or no, I'm sorry, 62 feet on Tuesday, prompting a, a mandatory evacuation for areas within a one mile, within one mile of the river. Boy, there are still flash flood watches posted in uh, West Virginia, and apparently there are some douchebags who are deciding to price gouge now ordinarily i am very capitalist and i say if they they can charge whatever they want to but i mean come on seriously you're gonna you've got people who are losing their homes their vehicles and you're gonna overcharge them for for like gas and water Attorney General Josh Stein said Sunday his office had received 500 complaints so far alleging price gouging for essentials like gas and water as well as excessive hotel prices for evacuees. Really? These people just had their homes destroyed and their towns flooded out and you're going to throw some excessive pricing on a hotel room? Seriously? That's kind of a douchebag thing to do. If I find out who the name of that hotel i'm going to call him out on it just because i find it to be a despicable thing if you think it's okay that's you that's all you but me personally come on have some decency 
these people just lost their homes. Florence was Florence was definitely a uh, that was a bad storm and it caused a lot of damage. The NFL to donate one million dollars to Florence relief efforts. So I'm gonna start making funnies again. The NFL is donating one million dollars. They're taking time out of their busy schedules of hiring woman beaters and drug addicts and drunk drivers and other kinds of felons to give one million dollars to Florence for relief efforts. Awesome. Good on you, NFL. Fantastic. Remember, folks, cut the NFL some slack. They are the single largest employer of felons in the United States. You know what I just find so funny? These players kneeling to protest police brutality. A lot of them are the same players who have convictions and charges against them for beating their wives and girlfriends. I don't find the abuse itself funny, but I do find their hypocrisy very, very amusing. I can I can go on about that for a while because there's there's a lot to unpack there and be very offensive and I guarantee this is the one guarantee I will give you if you share my my podcast or you share anything from reticalmedia.com you are probably going to lose friends so it's my weight loss guarantee now this is something I do want to cover because it is just so fantastic. Tucker Carlson is great. He is just fantastic. So he had what's the guy's name? But it's Avenetti. Is it Michael Avenetti? I want to say he had a Stormy Daniels lawyer Avenetti on on to Fox to to talk to him. And they're they're going back and forth, and it's and and the whole time Fox is running the Chiron down below. That's you know talk about the creepy porn lawyer, and and Tucker Carlson just it's just beautiful. Tells Avenatti, Avenetti, Aven, however you pronounce that guy's name, you know that that seeing him on CNN is the equivalent of humiliation porn. And I really want y'all to hear this if you haven't heard it already or seen it you can find it on youtube uh and it is just just beautiful i'm i'm trying to find a real quick just a real quick video of it because it is just beautiful tucker carlson's already been one of my big favorites on on the mainstream media and that's that's because he's you know he's he's down to earth he's honest you know i don't agree with everything he says you know and and that's okay but um he he definitely is one of my favorite news personalities out there right now which is saying something because i really don't like the mainstream media they they irk me a lot i was speaking of mainstream media fox news uh, back on hurricane florence on their Chiron for for Hurricane Florence, they they said that more than 500 million were were without power in North Carolina. Well, the total population of the U.S. going into 20, 2018, I think, was about 325 million. So I don't know where all those extra people came from, but um, that's a I mean, 
500 million lord okay here's tucker carlson with avenatti and i just want you to listen to this because it's beautiful Here's what I know for a fact is that your client is not thriving. And for you to look at me in the eye and say she wants to perform in strip clubs with people throwing stuff at her is insulting to her. People don't do that unless they have no choice or if she just likes it. Is that oh, what you're saying? Tucker, now you're the defender of my client. You don't know anything it's about pathetic. my client. You, you don't know anything about my client. Explain my I know client. that she's working in a strip club. You gotta let me finish. Can I finish? Please do. All right. I've done a remarkable job for my client, and she'll be the first one to tell you that. And had you listened to any of her interviews or yes. seen any of her comments, you would know exactly what she thinks of me. I am not, I'm not done. I am not exploiting my client. I'm really? representing my client to the absolute. So when she the wants absolute, to get your I'm still, legal I'm advice, still does she have to pretend to be talking. a booker from CNN still, to get through to you? you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's disgusting why don't you show what's some disgusting respect? is why don't you, you show some respect to my client and me and stop calling us a porn star and a creepy porn lawyer if you've got that big a well, problem with thought, porn do you have that wait, big a problem i'm with not porn? making fun of when's oh, the last time slow when's, down. The last, when's the last time you saw porn oh you busted me actually maybe humiliation time? porn no, that's but, why i watch you on cnn no, no but when's the last time you <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually into humiliation porn. That's why I watch you on CNN. That kills me every time. It's just so beautiful. <laughs> and yeah, and, and, and the Chiron here from Fox is Tucker takes on creepy porn lawyer. It's just gorgeous. I can't get enough of it. It's just so great. So that's, that's my funny for the week is Tucker Carlson just really putting it to Avenatti, which, yeah, eh. Avenatti's definitely using this entire Stormy Daniels issue, you know, the, the entire Stormy Daniels issue to, uh, just get, just to get publicity for himself, you know, he's, he's enjoying his, his, his fame and his time in the spotlight, he's loving it, he's soaking it up, and, uh, I mean, I don't really blame him, hey, publicity's publicity, you know, you get more money for it. And the fact that Stormy Daniels is getting divorced here in Kaufman County is... Ugh. I really wish they would take their weird porn marriage drama back to, like, over to California or something where that weirdness is everywhere to begin with. I honestly feel bad for the judge presiding over their divorce because that's going to be an, an entirely new level of stupid I'm sure he doesn't want to deal with. One last thing before I uh, before I wrap this up. The Weather Channel defends reporter accused of faking struggling against hurricane winds. So I'm sure you've seen this going around Facebook. Is uh, it's the video of the of the news anchor who uh, he was acting like the wind was about to blow him away and it was just so intense. And then there's just two dudes in the background just just strolling along, you know, just out for a casual afternoon walk just completely ruined his shot i think it's just just great and then you have like anderson cooper in this waist deep ditch of water and i look the hurricane's already bad enough the fact that it happened and the damage it's caused that's already bad enough why why i don't know why they feel like they have to to drum it up even further because look most people already don't trust the media and why should they they made busted lying all the time. I can't tell you how many lies CNN's been caught in, and they 
nobody trusts him anymore and there's you can't really blame him so when they when they pull small stuff like this to try to increase the drama of it the consumer at home sitting here watching on tv is like i don't believe what he's saying why should i there's already such an issue with trust in the media and i covered this on a I actually covered this on on a discussion forum I have for one of my college classes, one of my college journalism classes, and the whole the premise of it was the anonymous op-ed written about the Trump administration from the quote-unquote resistance leader inside, and you know the and the professor pitched the question, would you or would you not have published the op-ed if you know if you were one of the big editors at the paper, you know, and then of course defend your position. And I said, no, I wouldn't have published that. One, I got an issue with anonymous sources simply because if I'm a journalist who wants to make some kind of big splash, I can I can drum up this whole bullcrap story and say it all came from an anonymous source. And then who can who can say anything to me? A credible source for this? Can you can you can you give us some examples of of, of evidence for it? Well, no, I can't because because that would be violating my source. And my source wished to remain anonymous. One, how do we know that anything written by that anonymous author is true? How do we know that person even actually works in the White House? Why should we listen to anything they have to say if they're not willing to attach their name to it, attach their credibility to it, be willing to defend that credibility, and be willing to suck it up and take the conse- whatever consequences come as a result of that action. And that's basically what I, what I replied with in my post. Another point I brought up was, again, there is so little faith in the media these days. People don't trust the media. They have no interest in trusting it. They have no reason to trust it because of all the outright lies, the obvious bias, the lies of omission. A lie of omission is still a lie. No one trusts it. So if I'm the editor of a big paper and I got this this person coming to me with this op-ed wanting to publish it anonymously, I'm going to say no. Because from my view, it's going to damage the credibility of my paper. Because it's we're going to put the story out there, and then the readers and the consumer are going to gonna read it, and they're going to say, okay, another anonymous source. Great. Where'd they dig this one up at? Fantastic. If you cannot back up what you're saying, or you're at least not willing to attach your name and your credibility to your to your statements, they should not be taken seriously. They should be ignored, and you should be laughed at. The media's got to get rid of this whole stupid anonymous source crap. Because at this point, the consumer sits there thinking, "Why should I believe them? Who is this? You know, if this anonymous source isn't gonna..." give us a reason to trust them i'm not going to and that's why a lot of these it's one of the reasons these you know the main a lot of the mainstream media is seeing a decline in viewership cnn got cnn got passed by his by the history channel seriously there are more people watching friggin ancient aliens than cnn that's really bad but cnn doesn't see it that way they don't care all they care about is pushing their leftist agenda that's what they're gonna do they have to take down trump you know one of the funniest things a lot of the left's base thinks that if they impeach Trump, he'll go away. He'll be removed from office. He'll disappear. 
that's not at all what impeachment is. He'll still be there if he, even if he's impeached. But you gotta really, they really need to ask themselves, if we impeach Trump, do we want to put up with his, you know, and they, if they, if we impeach Trump and get him out of office, do we really want Pence as president? Because that's who's next in line. It won't be Hillary and it won't be Bernie. They lost. It'll be Mike Pence. So the left really needs to ask themselves. They really need to do some some inner reflection here. Who's worse, Trump or Pence? Because that's the only options they have. If they sit there and try to impeach Pence after that, that's not going to go anywhere at all. That would just stall out and die in the water. But leftists are too busy screeching and screaming and going crazy to fight the fascists, as they say, even though they're using fascist tactics to fight fascism. I'm sorry, when when you're protesting the oppressive fascism of the government and you do that by destroying private businesses, you've lost me. At that point, all I see is a bunch of children throwing a temper tantrum because they didn't get their way. Go on, throw your temper tantrum, and the rest of us adults will just sit here and think you're crazy. People are crazy. People these days are crazy. Welcome to 2018, and don't assume my gender. Well, that'll wrap it up for this episode. I hope I can, uh, I hope y'all come back and listen to me more. I'm, I know some of you don't have anything better to do with your lives. Yeah, you. I'm, I'm talking to you. Yeah. You know who you are. I mean, really, to listen to me, you have to be a masochist, and I know there's a few of you out there that are. So, come on back. I look forward to seeing y'all again, and hopefully I can get this as a weekly thing. And My goal is a daily thing, but we'll see because that's that's a lot of work i'll probably have to start charging subscriptions if i do daily but i look forward to seeing y'all again y'all have a great evening god bless and don't do anything i wouldn't do which is a very short list